Hey, it's Vicky Midwood here. Welcome to my podcast, Raw Chatter, the stuff that matters. Who am I and why listen to me? Well, I'm Vicky Midwood and I am the alcohol addiction and disordered eating eliminator. And I say that because I help people to eliminate the need, the obsession, the desire, the compulsion to use alcohol, food or both to help them to manage with life. And why do I even do that? It's a really good question. So on this podcast, I'm going to be talking today about positive thinking and why that alone is not the answer. And a little bit about my story, because I've not actually shared any of my story, really, apart from little tiny snippets um, here on my podcast. So I will have to caveat this, folks, that there may be a, a trigger for some of you. I will be talking about alcohol. I will be talking about bulimia, throwing up, that kind of stuff. So should we dive in? So why do I believe that positive thinking is not always the answer? Well, for those of you who have had any issues with alcohol dependence or are struggling at the moment, just believing that you can do better, get better, have more control is positive thinking, right? Problem is, it's also quite deluded thinking if we can believe that we are going to be able to control it by doing what we've already tried to do before that's failed. Kind of makes sense really, doesn't it? What often happens when we have issues with food or alcohol, we for some reason decide that it's our fault that we can't follow a program, that we can't make ourselves better, that we can't do what we say we're going to do that we somehow need some more willpower or that we just need to be stronger and more resilient. That's a word, isn't it? That you're hearing a lot at the moment. Build up your resiliency muscle. And I absolutely agree. Resilience is not something that all of us have because we've not seen what it means from our own backgrounds. Um, and I'm sure you all know that the people who we are right now whoever you are listening to this, you are to some extent a product of your background, your parents, your grandparents, the teachers who were in your world when you were little and right through university, the lessons that we've learned from people that we've worked with, friends that we have, right? We pick up all kinds of things, usually subconsciously. And from those, we make up our belief system and we, we learn how to navigate life. Some of us didn't have great teachers, right? Is that our parents' fault? No. Is it anybody's fault? No, because it's it's a lineage, isn't it? So my parents didn't have the skill set to help me to deal with things because their parents didn't either. And we can only, as parents, and if you are a parent, please you know, remind yourself of this when you feel that you're being a rubbish parent or you don't know enough or it's just a struggle, right? There is no guidebook to parenting and we can only ever be the best parents we can be with the skill set and the tools and the knowledge that we have in that moment. We can only ever do or say the thing that we think is the right thing to do or say at that time. Of course, in hindsight, we can look back and just go, oh my goodness me, if only I'd said this or I hadn't said that. If only I'd done this or I hadn't done that. But hindsight, right, we don't have a crystal ball, so we can't jump forward and look back in the moment. We can only do what we think is the right thing to do. 
And one of the things that I hear quite a lot is, is people being told, especially now, you know, lift yourself out of a mood, uh, feeling down by positive thinking. Well, that's all well and good. But if you really genuinely have not got the skill set, the ability to even think of something positive because of your life circumstances, it's kind of a little bit of a ridiculous suggestion, isn't it? And that's what I found was really frustrating. When I was in the midst of my eating disorders, um, and I was struggling with schoolwork, and I was struggling to just navigate through the day. To be told to think positive, and it will all be better, it was laughable to me, completely laughable, because I had not experienced what that could even mean, let alone be able to think about it. We can only think about things and relate to things based upon our past experience. Now, I am somebody who is very fortunate, I, I'm guessing, and I don't know where this came from, but who always believed that I survived my suicide attempts for a reason. Um, is that positive thinking? I guess you could call it that if you wanted to, but I, it's a belief. And this is why I wanted to talk about the difference between positive thinking and beliefs. Because if you kind of follow the premise of something like the secret and you're, you know, you're kind of putting it out there in the universe that you want things to be positive and you want things to improve um, and you're just giving out all of this positive energetic vibe and you're not getting what you say that it is that you want and you don't understand why, it's often because there has to be some kind of belief behind that positive thought. And if we are saying the words, but we don't actually believe that it's possible, then you're unlikely to get that thing because the energy that you're putting out will not be in alignment with the words that you're saying. So how do we get the belief and how do we get the energy so that we can start to feel that it is maybe possible to get out of that obsessive compulsive trap that addiction to food and alcohol leaves you in and also drugs and gambling and shopping and all of those kinds of things. But it's not just, oh, think positive and everything will be okay. Right. If we knew how to do that, we might have a bash at it. But if we don't even know how to begin, it's a tricky one. So what's the answer? Well, for me, it was a deep-seated belief. And honestly, I don't know where it came from. Maybe it's something I heard, and I'm sure it will be, that I've, I have latched onto or my brain's latched onto. That we are all here for a purpose, even though we may not have a clue what that purpose is. Now, that can send you off on another crazy journey. Where, and I speak to people who, who have actually said to me, but I don't know what my purpose is. And by now, I should know. At my age, I should have a clear idea. Well, maybe your purpose is to be somebody who can show us that you don't have to know what your purpose is. Maybe that is your purpose, to allow 
those of us who aren't sure what our purpose is to go, oh, well, that's okay then, because I don't have to know, because look, that person doesn't know either. But what we are doing is learning from each other. And through learning from each other, that enables you to start to believe that you can do the things that you don't actually believe are possible for you. Now, I absolutely will separate a belief from positive thinking initially, because I know that I cannot just switch on positivity. If I'm feeling low and frustrated um, and annoyed with what's going on around me, for whatever reason it is, I am not going to suddenly be able to flick a switch and become all happy, jolly and positive, right? It's ridiculous, right? Well, none of us can. But the point of positivity is that it allows us to see that perhaps there is a different option. And this is where belief comes in because all that's required is for you to believe that just possibly maybe there might be a chance that you can do things differently. And hanging on to that just possibly maybe was what allowed me to get through some of the darkest times in my life. When honestly, genuinely, I really didn't know if I wanted to. And of course, that played out with the times that, you know, I decided I, I really didn't want to. I wanted to end it all. When we talk about feeling so low that you don't know what else to do, that again cannot be changed by me thinking positively. Because when you're in that moment, there is not one positive thought available to your imagination or to your brain. We only can stay in those thoughts that we have at that time and then they ain't going to be positive. The actions that I took were not strong enough. It was obviously a cry for help, but did it feel like it at the time? Absolutely not. Was I genuinely convinced and did I really genuinely want to just end it all? Too bloody right I did. Right? And to wake up and realise that you're awake and then have just silent tears rolling down your face with that realisation that, shit, I'm still here. Yeah, that's, I'm not going to suddenly go, oh, well, here we go. Here I am. Let me be really, really positive now. I'm going to have a good day. I'm not. I'm going to go, why the fudge didn't it work? What did I do wrong? It, why has this happened? Now, what that did allow me to do was, and this is again why I say it's it's a deep-seated thought process that I've obviously picked up from somewhere, and it doesn't matter where, but the fact is it was there. But it said, well, maybe now is not the time. Maybe now you are meant to still be here for some reason. Was I allowed to hang on to that and get me through that particular day? Yeah, I was. Is that positive thinking? Well, it's down to interpretation, isn't it? I guess you could say that it is, because if I hadn't have thought like that, I guess the next obvious step would have been for me to work out how to have another attempt if the first one failed. Um, but that's not what I did. The thing about positive thinking and the way that it's spoken about, and, and I'm going to caveat happiness in that as well, is that we somehow are 
believe because it's out there in the media and it's and it's talked about so much that our ultimate goal is to be happy and positive well it's not realistic is it we can't actually really appreciate happiness unless we've had sadness we can't really understand what it means to be positive unless we've experienced negativity now what i can connect to more than anything is understanding that for me if something feels negative it usually feels quite heavy feels heavy on my on my shoulders inside the pit of my stomach in my heart this kind of the thought process is low when i think certain thoughts that are definitely taking me down that negativity path i can feel my my physical being changes now, I don't know if some of you experience that or not, but maybe check in and, and discover because maybe you do. I know for me that that was one of the massive triggers for my drinking. Uh, and when my circumstances changed and I realized that I was in a relationship that, that was not going anywhere and I didn't know how to get out of it because I didn't have the skill set. I didn't have the belief that I would be able to somehow manage, cope, survive without relying on a male to help me. Why? Well, because very simply that belief was planted in my head when I was a kid. You know, I distinctly remember being angry, frustrated, well, to be quite honest, totally pissed off, that my dad would would help my brother uh, to learn about life and his business um, and he would talk to him about finances and yet I always felt left in the dark. Um, and when he came out with classic sentence, well, you don't need to worry about this stuff because you're going to get married and have a guy who'll look after you. Whoa, did I want to explode? <laughs> because I, that even at that young age, whatever I was, 11, 10 or 11, I was like, I don't want that. I want to be independent. I don't want to have to rely on somebody. I don't want to fall into this horrible societal idea that a female gets married and the man looks after and the woman stays home that's so it was so antiquated to me even then when I was 10 years old do I still feel the same way now too blooming right I do have my brought my my daughter up to be exactly the same yes does that mean that you can't be in a partnership and work together of course not but does it mean that a man has to provide for a woman in this day and age? I am hoping so much that that is still not the norm. And I know that it is in many, many cultures. And that's why we have some such divides and we have such anarchy in certain countries and in certain religions. But I'm not going to get into that. The point is, for me, I was frustrated that that was what was expected of me and not much more and I think that's what drove my desire to be better than to do more than to be the best at to prove to my dad mainly but also to myself I guess that that I I was more than that and I deserved more than that and yet here I am finding myself in a situation that was exactly that I had a kid who I wasn't supposed to have because I was told I couldn't have children um was that down to my bulimia and, and how I behaved around food from 12 years old? I don't know. I'll never know. But potentially, yeah, I think, you know, what my leaky gut that was a consequence of my 
bulimia and my addiction to laxatives and the absolute damage that I've done over the years to my gut with both food and alcohol was it absolutely contributory to how my hormones functioned well now I know what I know absolutely without a shadow of a doubt but I didn't know that then so there I was with a kid in a situation where I'd moved from West Yorkshire a country last if you like down to London expecting everything to be all singing and dancing and rosy and it wasn't I was so miserable and could I bring up those positive thoughts to try and make each day more bearable well I had a bloody good go I'll tell you but I failed miserably and every day that I failed I was drinking more and more and more because I could not see a way out I didn't have the positive thinking skills because I didn't have the experience or the knowledge to get out of the situation I was in and be able to convince myself that I would be able to survive. I'd left behind a house, I'd left behind my business, I'd left behind any kind of security or positivity and I'd taken a leap of faith. I jumped in with both feet and what I got was not what I expected. Was I feeling positive about the move? In hindsight, and I'm going back to hindsight, it's an amazing thing. No, my gut was churning and right until the very last moment, I was questioning, am I doing the right thing? The problem that I had then was that my family didn't want me around in the town. They knew I was an alcoholic, I was an embarrassment, and that's how I felt. And truth be known, that's absolutely how they saw me. So good riddance, good riddance to me. Then they didn't have to hear about my antics from third parties who'd seen me out the night before and told me what I got up to and what I said. So did I feel that I had no option? Yes. Did I think it was the right option on a gut level? No. But did I have the positive thinking skills to believe that I can make the best of it. Yes, did it serve me? That's questionable. I don't know. Would I be here without that experience? Well, absolutely not. So now I can say, well, yeah, actually it did serve me. But in that moment at that time, absolutely it did not. My positive thinking that I could control my alcohol, that I would somehow find a way around it, led me to make some ridiculous choices and decisions which actually threw my life into much more turmoil because I ended up not knowing how to get out of a relationship, not having the skill set. So, so what did I do? Latched onto another man. So I was actually playing out the very thing that in my 10-year-old head I decided I didn't want was to rely on a man to look after me. And hey-ho, here I was doing exactly the thing that I said I didn't want. So did I find someone else? Yeah. Did that throw me another curved ball? Absolutely. Did I end up feeling even worse than I had before? Yeah, I absolutely did. And did that lead to my drinking escalating for a third time? It did. Did it bring more of my food issues back? Yeah, it did, absolutely. Did it wind up with me being in rehab? Yes. And so was that a positive? Absolutely. So the point of it is, and what I'm trying to say to you is, positive thinking is not the answer all of the time. We have to experience the negative to allow us to maybe make different choices and different options that will then take us into situations where we can start to believe that actually there is a better alternative. But does it start with positive thinking? No, I really don't believe that it does.
Does it start with a belief that just possibly maybe there's something better? Absolutely, I do. I hope that's been helpful to you. If you would like to talk to me about any issues that you may have with your eating or with food or with feelings of not good enoughness and anxiety around your body image and how you're living your life, please do reach out, connect with me. I'd love to have a chat with you. You're not on your own. Anything that any of us go through in life, when we're going through it, we feel like we are the only one. And one of the best things, also one of the hardest things though, and I've got to be honest, one of the best things you can do if you can muster the courage is to speak out to somebody who's been through similar to you and have a conversation that just might be able to help you. And on that note, I want to thank you for listening. Have a great day, whatever you're up to. Take care of yourself. Bye.